You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Danuta and Lawson. And hey, Lawson, um, yesterday we went to Port Macquarie, Mm -hmm. but we haven't actually pulled out our place today where we're going to our station to say hello and welcome to our listeners and would love to hear from our listeners. We're getting lots of text messages coming in for our answers to the quiz questions and some short texts as well coming in. Kathy says, hey, good morning. Um, thanks for that too. Oh, we've read Braden's one as well. But mm-hmm. hey, where are we going to today? We're going to a place where, you know, nothing really gets done. Oh. Yeah, we're going to Meander, Tasmania. Meander. Which is which the, is which is you the know it, funniest. Obviously. No, no, no. It's called <laughs> Meander. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm called, thinking the name. I, as soon as I like... read that, I was like, this is the greatest thing. You know, when you meander and you just kind of push yeah, things forward yeah, and you yeah. just not really just, I'm I'm assuming that in this space in you know, where they're they're listening on eighty seven point eight this morning, I'm assuming just nothing gets done because everyone's just too busy meandering. <laughs> I that's I like hey, it. if you're meandering this morning in Meander, Tasmania. Give us a text and let us know. 0491-064-669. And maybe if you're not in Meander, Tasmania, but you're just meandering this morning, you're just you're just having a lazy day. You know, I'm I'm very keen to do that. I'm 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 gonna be honest, you know, because we, we're gonna speak here on Faith FM and then I'm yep. gonna go back to my uni and I'm gonna go to my dorm room and I'm gonna nap. Oh, and, yeah. then, and then I'm going to go to class afterwards. <laughs> What's, are you mere- get, meandering get, this morning, producer Shirley? No, but this afternoon I'll be meandering in Tasmania. Oh, Aye, incredible. <laughs> are you going to be anywhere near Meander? Are you going to be meandering anywhere near Meander? Where, where is Meander? Where it is, so <laughs> it is near Launceston, so it's in the Launceston region oh, of shout Tassie. out, Lonnie. Love Launceston. It's a beautiful spot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about 34 kilometres southeast of Westbury. So, yeah, it's... Very small town, population of around about 300 or just over 300. Mm. So, but I love Tassie. Yeah, it's a great place to go where you can meander and take things easy. Where are you going to in Tassie? I'll be more on the Hobart side. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hobart's beautiful at nighttime with the lights on the harbour, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. That is so good. Shout that out. is so good. Shout out Hobart, but shout out, shout out all of our meandering friends down there in Tasmania. Yeah, I think if there was anywhere, if there was anywhere where you could meander, it's in Tasmania because it just seems just so slow and so peaceful. And you know what I love about Tassie? Having lived in England in the UK, it is so English. It is yeah. so English. Well, I we, love it. Monica was on the show on Monday talking about Tasmania and how much she loves Tasmania because it's so European uh-huh. in that sense, in terms of the landscape, yes. in terms of the feeling. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, we're going to have another quiz question here. Where did John the Baptist leap when his Auntie Mary knocked on his mum's door. <laughs> and it where, wasn't over a cliff. <laughs> where where was it? Where was he when when his Auntie Mary knocked on his mum's door, where did John the Baptist leap? You know, where yeah. did he where did he jump for joy? If you know the answer That's to it. that one, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number two text. And the clue is he wasn't a grown man at the time. Yeah, he was he was a bit young. <laughs> a bit a bit younger than he would eventually be. Hey again, our prize for this morning, preaching from the Grave, a story of faith from the Rwandan genocide by Fidaitis Nadayim Gabe. We are giving this book out. We're giving three of them out in our draw tomorrow, absolutely for free. So all you need to do is answer questions to get into the draw. Again, that question was, where did John the Baptist leap when his Auntie Mary knocked on his mum's door? 0491 064 
0419. You're listening to The Breakfast Show this morning. We've got correct answers coming in already. And hey, we're going we're to get into a Bible study. We're going to be looking at the book of Ephesians. Absolutely. And we have been looking at Ephesians chapter 4 this week, mm-hmm. um, basically looking at the unified body of Christ, the importance of unity. And of course, in the Bible, Paul refers to the body as mm. the church, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so that there's different parts, there's diversity, but he says unity is really important. And so yesterday, we unpacked some verses looking at the fact that Jesus ascended, but he first, well, he he was in the heavens, and so he then descended mm. down to this earth, came down to in in the form of flesh. You know, John John one or three says, you know, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word was with Him, and and then verse fourteen says, and he became flesh, which mm. explains all of that to us. But the thing is that that is the lowliest of lowliest that he could have come to. And then because of that, in Philippians, we read in, in chapter 2, verses 7 to 11 particularly, that he was exalted to the heavens. Mm. So his, his, his descent was, was low, but his exaltation was higher than the descent. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like way, way above because of him coming down. And so then we go into looking at it further as to the kind of gifts that have been given because or through Jesus being exalted. And do you want to pick it up for us again in Chapter 4? And we're also going to go into Acts a little bit today, aren't mm, we? Because absolutely. it ties in with that really well. We're, we're really excited about what we're going to be covering in this segment. So mm. can you take it away from verse 7 and take it down, please, to let's, let's do it down to verse 15 and 16 because they all tie together and we're going to unpack that middle section of this passage today. Absolutely. It says, but to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now, this he ascended doesn't mean, what does it mean? But that he also first descended into the lowest parts of the earth. He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens Mm. that he might fill all things. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity Mm, of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness Mm. of Christ, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ." Mm. And then that last verse, 16, oh, 16 as well, yeah. yeah. From whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Yeah, I love that. And so he unpacked, especially that last verse really gives it, hey, it's about effective working together, mm. that there's all different parts, but there's one whole body. But so it's really interesting how Paul, you know, we've said this before, Paul kind of starts to write something, then he kind of diverts a little bit onto mm. a tangent, but it relates to what he's saying. Yeah. And then he kind of comes back again. And that's what mm. we're unpacking a bit today, isn't it? About how he then diverts about these spiritual gifts. And he unpacks about the fact that 
when he says in verse 11, and he himself, this is referring to Christ, gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers, and for equipping. And But, but it ties, that, that particular verse that we're going to be unpacking ties in incredibly with verse 8, where it says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Mm, I love this. Isn't it fantastic? Like, yeah, so uh, you're busting. I, <laughs> Again. I love I love this passage because it shows so clearly that the ability to participate in ministry is one that is a gift from God. Mm, there there just is no innate talents. There's no. not. There's there is nothing that you possess that was not given by God. I think in a sense, you know, when I look at certain talents and, and I think this is where people get a little bit confused and I think pe- because of that people get can get a bit confused in terms of their purpose. Mm-hmm. There are definitely, you know, talents that people have because mm. of maybe certain genetic things that have taken place. You have... Or the tall, environment that they've grown the, the, the up in. The environment they've play, grown up in. I was playing basketball last night and I was surrounded by some very gifted people because they were like <laughs> six foot five plus, you, you know. Right, they were yeah. super tall. Yeah. And so they're just like running up to the basket, like running over the top of me and just like laying it in so easy. I'm like having to jump for everything I could get. <laughs> like I was struggling out there. And then because of that genetic predisposition, some people say, oh, well, look at this gift I've been given for whether it's it's basketball or whatever it may be. And, and it's like, oh, well, these genetic predispositions have led me to be, you know, gifted in this area. Therefore, this must be my gift and this must be my purpose, whether it's playing basketball or whatever it may be. But I think that the Bible, when it talks about the things that God has given us, the gifts that God has given us, the things that we have been endowed with, which we can't, cha- which we can't claim, I don't think it's necessarily a genetic predisposition to be tall or whatever mm, it may be. No, right. these gifts that God have given us a specifically for the working of oh, ministry. This is where God is very working. Very specific. This is where God is working. This is where He's endowing us. You're listening to the Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. And I say that specifically because it says he he gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers. I, I think that outside of this list, there's probably some more, you know, you could say maybe the gift of hospitality or mm. whatnot. But I I really and sincerely believe that all Christians fall within one of these gifts. Yeah, right. Or maybe more. Right. But yeah. at least one of these, where, and you might be sitting there this morning thinking, oh, well, I'm not an apostle, prophet, mm-hmm. evangelist, pastor, or teacher. I'm, I'm not any of those things. Mm-hmm. And I want to say wholeheartedly, Yes, you are. Yeah. Yes, you are. You can be used by God to do this. And I think I've just heard testimony after testimony of just the most unlikely people, whether it's people with certain like disabilities, like, uh, you know, and, and whatnot, being able to step up to the plate and do the work of these various things, particularly when it comes to, you know, teaching and, and being, you know, an evangelist, being someone who shares their faith. I don't think this is limited to a small group of people. I don't... Ah, I don't, 100% agree with you. I don't yep. think, yeah, being able to represent Christ and lead others to him as a result is limited to the professional who's able to preach a 20-part series. No, it is given to all of us. To all of us. And here's the thing, like, if you, as a person, all of us in some point, somewhere, somehow, are influencing somebody else, mm-hmm. Right. 
If you are a parent, you are influencing your children in your home, mm. in their life, wow. in their school, right? Uh-huh. If you are an, an older brother or sister, you are influencing your younger brothers and sisters by mm. who you are, by your behaviors. So, and I could, I could go on and on. So everywhere, somewhere, somehow, we are influencing people, mm. right? Here's the thing. Are you influencing somebody else positively or negatively? Yeah. Right? Okay. And so here's the thing. It doesn't have to be a role, a name of yep. evangelist. Mm-hmm. You know, we think mm-hmm. of, for instance, evangelists as the, the big keynote speakers that have... Your, your like, Billy you know, Graham, yeah, your, your Lyle yeah. Southwells, our, our <laughs> boss, you know, who we have to give a shout out to Lyle, this morning. Lyle, who used to be here on the Faith <laughs> FM show and is our boss. That's right. You know, hi, Lyle, if you're listening. <laughs> um, all of that sort of thing. And so, you know, it's not where... The stadiums are packed. There's one, two, three thousand people. You are an evangelist by the way that you share Jesus mm-hmm. and by who you are in reflecting the character of Jesus to other people. And that's what we need to remember. And that's what this is even speaking about. Yes, there are specific people that are gifted in particular areas more too. Or let's add to this too. Sometimes you may not be fully gifted in that space, but you go on to get training. You're mentored by other people. And that's where the whole equipping of, you know, mm. the verse further comes is for the equipping of the saints, mm-hmm. you know, for the equipping and for the edifying of, of the body of Christ and for the unity. All of that's really important, and therefore you can develop some of these gifts. It's not just something that's always completely innate. It's something that can be learned as well. If you have that desire and you're feeling God impressing you in mm. a certain direction with that, and you know, I could never be a teacher. I don't know. <laughs> you know, mm. that's why God called me to be a pastor. You know, a minister. It's something. It, it, it's still in the field of ministry, and I love what teachers do. There's a huge ministry space there, but I couldn't actually have. You know, 30, 40 children, 24, what is it, whatever is in a classroom at one mm-hmm. time, you know what I mean? But other people are really gifted in that space. Mm. And it's so important. Yeah, absolutely. It's, in, it's incredibly important. And I think maybe you're listening this morning and you've, you're reading along with us and you're like, Oh, but the Bible says some evangelists, you know, so that doesn't mean everyone, Lawson, surely not. Well, then maybe it's a different gift on the list here. And and I think I love the point that you've made. Maybe you feel as though, oh, well, I don't possess a certain gift mm. or specific talent in this area. So this might, mightn't be where I'm, where I'm going or where I'm heading. But we see examples in the Bible mm. of just absolute transformation and people oh. ending up in roles in which they previously couldn't have been in at all. I think one of the perfect examples is Peter. I was just Peter, thinking of Peter. <laughs> Peter becomes one of the most prominent leaders the of the Christian yes. church. And up until the point in which he denied Christ and was reinstated as a as an apostle, as a disciple, there is no way that you would hand the reins mm. of any ministry to this guy. He was a terrible mm. leader. He was he was hard headed. He was just he was incredibly selfish. He he was everything that a leader should not be. Yet after having this transformational experience with Christ and humbling himself, he is the very person that should do that. Talk about the same thing with like Paul as well. Again, he's a wealthy and oh, affluent yeah. lawyer who then becomes one of the single most persecuted human beings in the history of the world. You know, and, and it's him who write, I've learned to be a base and to be a bound. I've learned to, you know, have much and to suffer need 
need to be hungry and to be full. And notice the word that he used there. I have learned. That isn't so, like he didn't grow up in this, in the school of hard knocks. Like he, he was affluent. That's who Paul was. Yeah. Yeah. But he became who Christ had or who who God had wanted him to become. He had transformed into something. And so again, you know. Love that. Absolutely. So in one case, Peter was, you know, fisherman, humble fisherman. Yeah. yeah, Well, a hard-headed, barely humble. A hard-headed and terrible fisherman. What I mean is in his role. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, You know what I mean? (laughs) But no, he was hard-headed. I agree. You know, whether it was Paul, you know, somebody more educated. But I love this verse because you're so right with Peter, you know. He he denied Christ. He didn't want to be known. He Mm -hmm. hid from that. But then we find in Acts chapter 2 verse 38 it says then Peter said to them this is to you know to to the main leaders there in Jerusalem he's saying repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit for the Mm. promises to you and to your children to all who are far off as many as the Lord our God will call. So we see him just being so bold and you know and we saw it says here in the Bible that 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 you know, they, we're told they were ordinary men. Mm-hmm. They were ordinary men. Therefore, these roles that we're talking about, about evangelists, teachers, prophets, you know, can and do apply. And what I, and what's really interesting is that these roles, it's it, they encompass, like you say, everything. So apostles. You know, the church receiving this ministry means, you know, that people can disciple one another. We just heard from Chris Waghorn, which was fantastic, the interview that we had earlier about mm-hmm. discipleship, discipling people, how to how to have the Bible, how to give that out to other people. And mm-hmm. in the way of prophets, when we look at prophets, of course, in the Bible, especially in the Old Testament, you know, in the in with the Old Testament, they were actually mm-hmm. ones where God spoke to them directly. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, the root word for prophet is derived from, sorry, the word prophet is derived from the root word naba, which means to proclaim, to call out. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you know, um, uh, you know, there, there was those that prophesied and, and God spoke to them directly, but it's about speaking on behalf of God. And I think mm. God still got his people today. You know, I think of the passage in Joel chapter two, where it says mm. in the end times, you know, young people will see dream dreams and, 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 and visions yeah. and will prophesy again. Yeah. It's not just limited to the Old Testament time, but it's even the fact that when we actually study God's word and God reveals something and to us, we just go like, oh, wow. And then we actually share that with others as well. Mm, absolutely. And I think I, I love what we're sharing here because then you might be thinking this morning, it's like, well, I'm a plumber or I'm, mm. you know, I'm a nurse. Like I, I'm not going to quit my vocation to go and become an oh. evangelist. This list here so is not anywhere. It's not a list of vocations. No. It's a list Love. of gifts right. that can be utilized in any space. Like this is this is the the gifts that God has given us to actually to turn any space that we're in into a space in which people can be reached. Yeah, and that's that's the beautiful thing is that they ought to stay in those roles and just be able to be Jesus to the people mm. by speaking to them or just saying, hey, let me pray for you with what you're mm. going through. Or I've known of people that have given a Bible to somebody or a book to somebody with who that they're working with and they end up having Bible studies and they come to the Lord. Hey. Yeah, and when we continue on, we read here in verse 12, it says, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the mm. body of Christ. 
and for the unity of the faith of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. I don't believe what this is saying is, oh, these gifts are given by God for a ministry that makes the church more happy. Mm. Or it makes the church, you know, it makes the church service better. No, it's about lifting Christ up and for lifting the glory Christ of up. God. The edifying of the body of Christ, oh. the strengthening of the body of yeah. Christ, that takes place through <laughs> through the growth of the body of Christ. Yes. You know, if we look at Christ as a body and we look at, a, at it as a body, it's, it's healthy that we want to be strong. It's a body that is is growing. You're listening to the Breakfast Joe podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. We're now we're in our encounter with God time. You're on listening to the breakfast show with Danuta and Lawson. Um, and before we continue with our Bible study, Lawson, we've got our last quiz question for today. Mm, okay, so this is our final quiz question. Here we go. And all the people returned to the camp at Joshua at Makeda in <laughs> sorry, to Joshua at Makeda in peace. No one moved his blank against any of the children of Israel. So that's in Joshua 10.21. Let me read that one more time. And all the people returned to the camp at to Joshua at Makeda in peace, and no one moved his blank against any of the children of Israel from Joshua 10.21. Again, our number 0491-064-669. And hey, you can try and answer this one. But mm. if you if you answer this one, we've also got a bonus question here. Yeah. What did all the quizzes have in common today? What there there is there is a through line. There, there is, is a theme, theme going right through. If you know what all the quizzes have in common, hey zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to text, and you can tell us all about it. Hey, sure. It should help you to know what sort of thing the answer is in this blank for this question yeah <laughs> no that's true Absolutely. it will we'll give an idea and you've done well with getting this one of these theme ones i know the other day we had one about windows that was the theme and mm-hmm. we said to you that people loved that one that was just like hugely popular so it's really good to see another one that's got a theme going right through and it's certainly coming through in the answers that people have to find. Hey, mm. so yeah, that question again for us, please, Lawson, and the bonus question. Yeah, it's and all the people returned to the camp to Joshua at Makeda in peace. No one moved his blank against any of the children of Israel. It's Joshua ten twenty one. And then finally, the bonus question was, what do all the quizzes have in common? We've been reading in the book of Ephesians, looking at chapter 4 here, and having a look at the various gifts that God has given us for the sake of the edifying of the body of Christ, the work of ministry, equipping the saints, you know, till until the unity of faith comes, the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the statue, sorry, of the fullness of Christ. Mm. And so what we've essentially seen is that God has given us a bunch of these gifts so that we can enable unity amongst the church. Yeah. And that unity comes again, think about it. It's like what do, what do I need to be an evangelist for? What is it what do I need to to be a teacher for or a prophet or a pastor for? And it's very much for the winning of the world, for the reaching of the world and the growth of his body. And that's how we see the body of Christ edified. And people are reached. Absolutely. And also when it talks here about the equipping, it's about, you know, equipping people in their 
in in um, in ministry, like you say, in those mm. in those spaces, teaching them, you know, being disciples of Christ to share Jesus. But it's also about equipping and uh, you know for the whole church to be to go into a bit more order, you know. So back in those days, mm. in the early days, we've got to remember that they were just coming from from their different backgrounds, different areas, and they were coming together and they were trying to to move forward as a church. But it's uh, what what um, what Paul is actually saying here is, hey, let go of your old ways, come into the new ways within the church, and now come and merge together into one direction and with one purpose, mm. with one purpose, and that is to get the message out. Out to the world of Jesus Christ, and so really that whole perfecting some 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 versions actually use perfecting or equipping, but it's also the context here is about bringing about order in ministry and the government of the church mm. as well, um, and that's a real key thing. Remembering that that Christ is the head of the church. We're going to unpack mm. that more in Ephesians, but that whole governance of the church is the fact that Christ is the head of the church. And then when we're looking at the ministry, it's about, you know, looking after those within the church. Mm. You know, don't just go looking for new ones to, to new new believers to come and, you know, give their hearts to the Lord and be committed, but it's also about looking after the flock that are already there, which mm. sometimes even with our churches we can tend to forget that. But it's really interesting because I've actually numbered that that these are the purposes of these roles that Paul actually mentions. It's for the equipping of the saints. The second thing is to edify the body of Christ. The third is for the unity of the Spirit. And then, of course, so it's about the fullness of Christ. What do you mm. think of all of those? Yeah, well, I, I think I, I love what you said here. I am very pro-church institution, not in the sense that the church institutions have never done anything wrong, and I think there's some terrible church institutions, but the method that God has given us, the, the model that God has given us mm. is that very much of a of a, an institutional church where there is a headquarters. And that's yes. what we saw in the early church in Acts, as we've been talking about, that they had a headquarters in Jerusalem where doctrine was decided and, yes. and, and study was being done. And, and those So that people aren't pulling all in different directions and people going like, well, what is this? Correct. Yeah. And then they would send out missionaries from there into the various parts of you know yes. Asia and Europe and that yes. Paul being the most foremost and prominent of that and and very much telling the believers multiple times it's like hey believe what I have told you because it's come from the apostles and I love the humility from Paul there he's mm. like the message I'm sharing with you yes it's it's come from God to me but through these apostles mm-hmm. and and through myself as well like this is the message that God has given us and I'm sharing that with you Th- this is the the key right here mm. but this is this is really important. So we see a church institution, and and it's very important. I think one of the biggest reasons is for the support of the ministry, Absolutely. particularly in the area of monetarily yeah. and making sure that ministers are looked after and whatnot. But the the practical functioning ministry, despite having this this headquarters and despite having mm. this institution, the practical functional ministry that they're doing is still. House to house. Oh yes, love what you're saying. Getting yes. into people's at the homes. most intimate, intimate That's level. Right. I love it. They didn't then go. Okay, well, what we need to do is set oh. up a make a bunch of church offices and set up a bunch of church programs. Yeah. And that's you know we're going to have a building in which yeah. people are you know coming. And I'm I'm not anti church building, but I'm saying the most effective ministry happening back then and the most effective ministry happening now oh. is when we are going as people of God and 
spending time with people in their homes, in their lives, when we're inviting them into our house, you know, because God is about relationship Absolutely. and he's about family. That's why there's God the Father, God the Son, the God the Holy Spirit. The Trinity, you know, that's basically it's mm. about family. And that's why then, you know, he brings it about coming into the fullness of Christ. But I can mm. see you're wanting to say something else there. Yeah, well, Take it's, it away. well, it's coming into the fullness of Christ. It. It's being unified Absolutely. with other people as your brothers and sisters in Christ. Maturing in God's word, maturing Absolutely. spiritually, maturing in Christ. And doing that together Absolutely. as a collective. And we stifle ourselves doing so, so much by thinking, oh, well, the only time when my church brothers and sisters want to spend time with me or should spend time with me is is on a Saturday morning. Mm. You know, no. It's like, it's, no way. Hey, That's only a seven-day being Christian. Yeah, like, you're a, you're a, you're be a seven days. day. But every day, every <laughs> single day, you know, not just on the weekend going That's to church, it. but every single day to be living a life where you are connecting with your fellow brothers and sisters. But then at the same time, it's like, oh, man, well, I, and I've, I've seen this a lot. I've seen lots of small groups and I've seen lots of, you know, um, all, things in this space kind of die out because it does come become a bit of a social club. And that's mm. also not what God is calling no, you to do. No. It's a spend time with one another. That's it. Growing in your, in your, in your love with one another, mm-hmm. growing in the unity with one another, mm-hmm. which is enabled by you guys, by, by, those following Christ endeavoring to do his work, which is to reach people. Absolutely. Because Christ, Christ is the only one really that has that full stature where it says, you know, the measure mm-hmm. of stature and the fullness of Christ, which is why he is the key in with that. He is the key. He is the one that will lead us and enable us to have that incredible relationship with him and with each other. And it's these gifts mm-hmm. that have enabled us and helped us to see that through that we can reach others as well. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. We've come towards the end of our show once again, gone all too fast for us. But, you know, the exciting thing is tomorrow's another day, but also to, and we'll be on back on with The Breakfast Show, I should say. Mm. <laughs> so come back on. If you've been listening live today, we just want to encourage you to, that if you're not always managing to li- listen live because of where you are or you're just driving through or somebody's just mentioned it to or you're going to get it breaking up sometimes, download the Faith FM app onto your phone. The exciting thing is that you can get it playing clearly live on there, but also you can go back over shows. So down the bottom there's a section where you can browse, click on that, look on the breakfast show or the other shows, Taz Encounters and others that will be coming up. Click on to those and you can be listening to those anytime or even while you're driving along distances. So that's the exciting thing with the app. Listen back to them. Just want to let you know that if you see today's date, it's actually yesterday's program. So every time it's a day behind uh, to the date that is actually on there. But, yeah, I want to encourage you to keep listening with that. But, Lawson, came, it's come time now for us to give our answers for the quiz. Absolutely. It was Absalom who cut his long hair whenever it was too heavy for him. And it said, I believe it's the weight is like 200 shekels, which is oh, like wow. a, a bunch of kilograms, so far heavier than the head of my hair. So that's that's wild. <laughs> Um, what three body parts does Jesus say in Mark 9 is better to cut off than continue your life throughout? It's the hand, the foot, and the eye. You know, I was thinking about this, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, the eye, you can, it's like the lust of the eyes, you know, you can look at things that you shouldn't look at, and the hand, you can do things that you shouldn't do. I was thinking about, like, the feet. 
Uh-huh. And I'm like, does it, does it, does it is it? Does, you go places that like, you're not meant to go. That is cool. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, do you remember that? Little, well, yeah, there's a little song that you do with the kids. Oh, be careful, little, little hand, what, what you do. What you do. Yeah, and I'll be careful, little feet, where you go. Where That's you right. go, yeah. Cause, well, and whatever. eyes what you see as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I remember, like, first reading this passage and, and thinking, like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But then the feet, I'm like, what's wrong with the feet? I'm, it's like, oh, what if I kick? Is it because I will kick someone? Or like, I was really confused. Then it's like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, the places that you go. Obviously, it's by foot. You know, maybe we would say, um, you know, let the Ties down because you shouldn't drive to that certain place. But <laughs> your <laughs> our next one here it says fill in the blank. But if from there you seek the Lord your God, you'll find him if you seek him with all your heart and all your soul. That was Deuteronomy four twenty nine. The next one here it says when did John where sorry did John the Baptist leap when his auntie Mary knocked on his mum's door? It was in the womb. That's it. That's it. Eh? And we had like I love the answers that came through for this one. And it's like in Elizabeth's tummy. Tummy. That's and it. In the belly of Elizabeth. You know, like some people wrote like in Elizabeth's womb. But it's like, oh, in, in the tummy. So that's really cute, you know, babies and whatnot. Um, and then finally here, it says, and all the people returned to the, ca- to the camp at, at, to Joshua at Makeda in peace. No one moved his tongue against any of the children of Israel. Now, I was reading this passage mm. and I was like, what, what's going on here? Yeah, because that's right. the people who are returning to camp to Joshua, they are Israelites. And then why aren't they moving their tongues here. And so this, mm-hmm. actually, this statement comes after the battle of, the, well, basically where the sun stands still um, and they're fighting a group of people. They're called the Amorites. Mm. And after, you know, they have this amazing battle where a literal miracle happens. The sun stands still, so they're able to keep fighting. Uh, they end up winning the battle, the Israelites, and they, yeah. they're just like slaughtering the Amorites. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're, <laughs> and, they're, and they're, the kings all escape into caves and then they go to the caves and they find the kings and they get rid of them too. These Amorite people. But there was a small group of Amorites who took off and who were actually able to escape. And when we come to verse 21, it's an interesting thing because the verses were the verses and chapters of the Bible were put in much later Absolutely. than the Bible yeah, was yeah. written. But verse 21, it says, And all the people returned to the camp to Joshua at Makedah in peace. And then there's like a full stop there. End of sentence. Mm. Now, that is where the verse should probably end and then mm. the, the next verse should be this next phrase but they've just got it in the one verse because they again but it's it's a single standalone statement because up until this point it's like the israelites have just been s- destroying everyone uh and it's a single standalone statement where it says no one moved his tongue against the children of israel mm. and as the point was is that god had been on their side to do they something didn't utter a word to a, it, an yeah. amazing an amazing thing and for those who had been the recipients of this warfare that they'd been absolutely just smashed by, you know, they, were, they weren't in the mood after that to talk smack about Israel. <laughs> they had been very, you know, heavily proven wrong, proven weak. And so at this point, it's like no one moved his tongue. You know, then they're not out here trying to fight Israel anymore because they had ultimately proved that God was on their side, mm. you know, that God was working with them. Absolutely. So fantastic stuff, guys. Great work getting the questions correct. And also the through line for all of our quizzes this morning was, of course, body parts. Body parts. parts. <laughs> you know, the tongue, the womb, the heart, the soul, the hand, foot, and eye, and then Absalom's hair as well. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. 
Hey, Lawson, we've come towards the end of our show and we've got a giveaway. And like you're going like, oh, no, 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 you're ready to sleep. I can tell. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm here for After the show, not now, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. devastated that our show <laughs> I is know, I know, I know. It always end. goes too fast. And that's particularly because you won't be joining us, unfortunately, oh. tomorrow, Danuta. Yeah. We are going to have Monica on the show with us as you guys and are. And same with Monday. Uh, heading yeah. off to, to Gallivan. We're actually, and, my, so my husband and I are going to Casino up north. Shout oh, out, hello amazing. to Casino. We're actually having an Aboriginal regional day on the Sabbath mm. Saturday there um, at church. Anyone that, that's around the area would like to come. It's gonna. It's always a high day of celebrating and worshipping God. Yeah, so you're going to be out. Producer Shell, she's going to be out meandering in Tasmania, you know, <laughs> getting it done down there. Hey, have a super day and remember to talk faith, live faith, act faith, and you'll grow strong in Jesus Christ. God be with you till we meet again. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.